0: Bringing hope to many around the globe. Transforming lives into legacy. Living Word with Pastor Mensah Otto. And now, today's Word. Last week, I did part two of my message, Words of Our Salvation. And the reason why I'm doing this series on the, I've titled Words of Our Salvation is, uh, because many times, you know, Christians use words or they hear words and we don't fully appreciate or understand what those words mean. And sometimes we, we don't know whether they mean the same thing or they mean different things. Uh, so you ask somebody, are you saved? He says, no. Are you born again? Yes. Uh, uh, because they don't know uh, the difference between saved and born again that is describing uh, the, the same experience or are you justified? I don't think so. Are you redeemed? I think so. So uh, it's important to know the different words we use to describe our salvation and we've looked at some of them already and today we focus on two words: new creation, new creation. We've sung about it a lot uh, a bit uh, this morning. Uh, Talking about if a person be in Christ, he's a new creation. And that song was taken from our main text for today, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, old things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is or she is a new creation, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. The word or the two words new creation are present in this verse. And it describes the life of the believer that when we uh, become believers or when we get saved or when we get born again, we become new creation. Those two words are important. I'll take time to define them a little bit uh, because the word new uh, may seem or may uh, have different meanings for different people, but the word new as it occurs in this verse is from the Greek word kainos uh, There are different Greek words for uh, new, but this particular one is kainos. Kainos means Something that is new in nature and unprecedented Something that is new in nature and unprecedented It is something of a kind not seen before There is another word in the Greek for new It is neos And neos talks about new in a different sense That that means something that is recent So, to just get the concept of new, that new creation talks about, I just want to uh, use an illustration. So, a friend invites you, as we normally do. If your friend invites you and says, come and see my new car. Come and see my new car. And so, you go to see your friend's new car, and then uh, you see the new car, and it is fairly used fairly used maybe third hand fourth hand but when he was inviting you he said come and see my new car but the car you saw was not new so why did your friend say come and see my new car when he's using a second or third hand car because he's using new in a different sense he means my recent car the one which has just arrived So he's not talking about new That the car in nature is new But in time In sequence of time The car is new So there are two different concepts of new Something that means the nature is new Or it just happened It's new It just happened So when the bible says If anyone is in Christ Jesus He's a new creation It doesn't mean it just happened It means that A new nature or something new has happened or something that was not there has happened but sometimes even something that is new in nature may not be unprecedented because when we say unprecedented as we use in the kainos it means that the thing was not there before and it has no history unprecedented so for example if this friend who invited you to come and see a new car Invites you to come and see a car You go to see the car And you see a freshly made Mercedes Benz K5000 You say, Pastor, there is nothing like Mercedes Benz K5000 Yes, that is kainos It means unprecedented It is not a 200 which was there and has been made and fresh. 200 but this is something a new model a new species that didn't exist that has been freshly made that is what the Bible has in mind when it says you are a new creation not just recently made but you didn't exist before a new class that didn't exist so If anyone is in Christ, he is a new, remember, not recent, but something unprecedented. Then the word creation comes from a Greek word, kitesis, which means that which is made or a class of being. That which is made or a class of being, kainos kitesis. New creation It refers to something That is brought into being So if you put the two words together What is a new creation? A new creation Is a new and unprecedented Class of being A new and unprecedented Class of being Therefore If anyone is in Christ He is a new and unprecedented Class of being He is something that didn't exist before that has come into existence. If anyone is in Christ, He is a new creation, not a renovated creation, not a renewed creation, not an upgraded creation, but a brand new creation that didn't exist that has been brought into being. New and unprecedented That is a fantastic description Of a being Because if we say for example As a baby is born We say oh that's a new baby It's a new baby but it's a human being And human beings are not unprecedented So it's new but it is following in that path of a human being so but when we say a person is a new creation something that didn't exist before has been brought into existence if anyone is a new is is in Christ he is a new creation you have no idea what happened to you the day you got born again something that didn't used to be it now is we are New creation. To be a new creation, we must be in Christ. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. In Christ, that phrase is so important. Not in church. It didn't say. Therefore, if anybody goes to church, he's a new creation. It didn't say, therefore, if anybody likes praying, he's a new creation. It didn't say, if your pastor prays for you, you become a new creation. It didn't even say, therefore, anyone who reads the Bible is a new creation, or who, anyone who receives a prophecy is a new creation, or anyone who is nice is a new creation. Because sometimes you, you ask Christians, are you, are you a Christian? Are you Redeem, are you born again? Are you a new creation? So I go to church. These days I've started going to church. These days I'm changing. These days I'm changing my life. It didn't say, therefore, anyone who tries to change his life is a new creation. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Outside of Christ, you are old. In Christ, you are new. To become a new creation, therefore, we have to be in Christ. We have to be in Christ. We have to belong to him. We have to have his spirit in us. We have to be a new creation. Then the passage goes on to say, If anyone be in Christ, he, she, is a new creation. Then it describes the new creation. And it says, old things have passed away. Past perfect. Not old things will pass away. Or old things can pass away. Or old things are passing away. But old things have passed away. Old things have passed away. It's not yet to happen. It has happened and been concluded. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things. That word things means nature and systems. Nature and And systems. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old nature and systems have passed away. They are not just being passed away. It has already happened. Old things have passed away. So what are the old things that have passed away? Two things. One, the Adamic nature in us. Old things are passed away. What is the old? The old nature. The Adamic nature. The nature of Adam. That we were born with. Passed away. The nature of Adam is also sometimes called. The old man. The old man. Romans 6.6 Knowing this. That your old man. Was crucified with him that the body of sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves to sin. When Jesus Christ died, your old man was crucified with him. On that cross, he was not the only one being nailed, but the old nature, the nature of Adam, was also being nailed to the cross. And not only that, the body of sin, the completion of sin in us, nailed to the cross. Slavery to sin, nailed to the cross. The old man passed away. The Adamic nature passed away. All things have passed away. And not only the old nature of Adam that passed away, The dispensation of the law passed away. Because the law was also nailed to the cross. The old nature nailed to the cross. The law nailed to the cross. Old nature passed away. The law passed away. On the outside you may look like the same person. In fact, if you go and take a picture of your before born again days and after your born again days, you are the same person. Your fingerprint is the same. Your name is the same. Probably you changed, I don't know. But you are the same person. But the Bible says something has passed away and we're going to go deeper into what has passed away. But it says the old things have passed away. Sitting here right now, if Jesus is in your heart, the old has passed away. It's gone. And then it says, all things have become new. All things have become new. So, when we become Christians, old things Passed away, all things have become new. So, what are the things that have become new? The spirit of Christ in us. It's he's sometimes called the new man, a new spirit, the spirit of God. Our bodies become the temple of the Holy Spirit. So. The old gone. Which old went? The old nature of Adam. The new came. What is the new? The spirit of Christ. And not only the spirit of Christ, but the dispensation of grace. God's grace came into our lives. So when we are in Christ, we don't live by the law, we live. By grace, the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So, if this is such a profound thing that has happened to us, what is the nature of this new creation? What does it look like? How do we identify the new creation? So, I'm going to give you four characteristics of the nature of the new creation. The first thing is that the new creation is a spirit being, not a physical being. John 3, 6, Jesus says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. The new creation is a spirit being Not a mental or physical being. Now one of the reasons why people can't really tell that they are new creation is because they are still looking at their body. Old things didn't pass away. It's the same old nose. Same old forehead. Same old height. So what passed away and what came? This new creation is not a physical being and is not a mental being. Your mind did not pass away and your body did not pass away. Because if your mind passes away when you become a Christian, you will lose your mind. And you can't function again. Can you imagine the day you become born again? Everything in your mind wiped off. You won't even remember your name. You won't remember where your home is. You won't remember anything you've learned. So you will be unable to live on earth. So your mind remains the same. Neither does your body pass away. Because when your body passes away, you are dead. So God wants a new creation. He has to only touch the place that he can replace without disturbing your existence. So he takes the spirit and changes it. But the mind doesn't change and the body doesn't change. All things pass away. Is the spirit, not the mind, not the body. So the new creation starts as a spirit being. Secondly, the new creation is conformed to Christ. Conformed to Christ. He is built by into the specifications of Christ. Romans chapter 8 verse 29. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren he's a spirit being conformed to christ now why is that important it's important because not all spirits beings are conformed to christ even the devil is a spirit being demons are spirit beings there are all kinds of spirits when we become born again we become new creation we become spirit beings that are made alive but this spirit being is conformed to Christ has the nature of Christ in him and looks like Jesus Christ thirdly the new creation is a heavenly being heavenly being 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 49 and as we have borne the image of the man of dust we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. If we bore the image of Adam we bore the image of the heavenly man Jesus Christ. The new creation is a heavenly person. Heavenly beings living on earth. Our spirits are seated in heaven in Christ. Our authority is in heaven. We are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. And that is why the Bible charges us to set our minds on things above. And not on things on the earth. And fourthly, the new creation is created in righteousness. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 24. And that you put on the new man. Which has been created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. The new creation is righteous. He has a nature that is in right relationship with God. Now I know after hearing all of that, that the next logical question. So how come, if this is really true, how come we still do all the things we do? How come, how come I'm a new creation, a new spirit, all things are possible? How come I still live like the old? How come there are believers who live as if the Christ doesn't know them? But yeah, yeah. There are even pastors who believe, who behave as if Christ doesn't know them. So if they are new, why do they behave in the old? That is the crux of our Christian life. And I'm going to use another illustration. Just to help you to get a mental picture of why it is so. So let's just say that there is an old car. It could be uh, since I started by using a Mercedes Benz as my illustration. Let's say it's a Mercedes Benz uh, S, the old rounded Mercedes Benz, I think it was 180 or, 180, 190D. He's an old man. (laughs) So, Mercedes Benz 190D, the round one, those of you who are young, you never met it. But if you remember, it was there in the 50s and 60s, and part of the 70s, it was still they were still running rounded. So let's say that you 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 that's the that's an old Mercedes Benz, old. Then somebody takes this Mercedes Benz, old, and gets a brand new engine, brand new. Straight from the Mercedes-Benz factory. Shipped to Ghana. This engine, maybe it could be a a 300 or 600 SL or one of the latest ones. Engine. They take this brand new engine. Remove the old engine of the old Mercedes-Benz 190D. Take it out. And put the new engine in. So we can say to this mercedes man: Old things have passed away. All things have become new. You make the right connections to the engine. But. If the connections between the engine. To the rest of the vehicle is not renewed as well that new engine will not manifest in the condition of the car first you need an ignition that is new if it is rusty the key is rusty the ignition is rusty wires are not connected when you turn on the engine it will not start is there a new engine yes Are you operating it? No. Why? It has no problem with the engine. There is a big problem with your starter. Let's say you are able to get a starter. But all the connections to the shaft to turn the engine, the propellers, rusty, although the engine is working, the wheels will not turn. And if even they get to the wheels and the tires are flat, the engine is new, but it won't turn. And if even you turn it and the seats have all now become metal springs, the vehicle may seem to be moving, but you can't enjoy it that my friend is the life of the believer when Christ came into our hearts the old engine thrown away behold all things new Christ in you the hope of glory but your ignition the words of your mouth The meditations of your mind, of your heart are still old. So what you need to do is you have to change the ignition so it can connect to the engine, to the new spirit. You have to learn new things, understand new things. That is why the Bible says we have to put on the new man and be renewed in the spirit of our minds. Because if you don't get renewed in the spirit of your mind Christ will live in you but it will seem as if Christ didn't know you and people say are you really sure Jesus is in you oh yeah the engine has changed but ignition is still wrong the shaft is still wrong the tire is flat and the seat in the vehicle piercing you in the wrong way? Has there been change? Yes. So for the rest of our Christian life, after the old spirit in us is taken away and the new spirit comes, the challenge of the Christian life is to renew our minds to conform to the spirit that is in us. It is when your mind is in conformity with your spirit, that your body is subject to the new mind, that you are going to see the engine roaring back to life. And people are going to see you and say, Whoa, it looks like the body is old, but the speed, this thing, it is going. It is not an old vehicle. Something new has happened on the inside. That's why we're saying something on the inside, working on the outside. Something on the inside, working on the outside. The Christian life is not an automatic life. You don't receive Christ and instantly you are perfect. Instantly you've overcome everything. No, you receive Christ. Behold, all things have become new. But there has to be renewal of your mind and the subjection of your flesh to the dictates of the spirit. It is when we do that, that the engine and all the connection and the body are now in one sink. The thing is, the engine... Is new All the other parts are not new They will be renewed Renewed means It's the same old thing But you have to work on it And conform it to So it can make use of the new thing But the mind Is not new The body is not new That is for another time Alright So what is the future of the new creation? And I'm ending with this. The future of the new creation. Because, because the spirit is new. Kainos spirit. A brand new spirit. But the mind is old. And the body is old. No matter what we do on this earth, the believer will always function below capacity no matter how you renew your mind you can renew it to whatever level but you still have a shortfall and whilst we live in this body this flesh we will still have a shortfall but in the spirit there is no shortfall but in the body there is a shortfall in the mind there is a shortfall the purpose of our Christian life, coming to church, going for prayer meeting, studying the Bible, all of it is to conform the rest of your life to the new spirit inside of you. That's why we hear the word of God preach. That is why we study the Bible. That is why we grow in grace. That is why we try to, we live holy lives so that our bodies and minds will be conformed to our new spirit. But there will come a time in Revelation chapter 21. This is almost at the end of the Bible. This is what the angel says to John about what happens to the believers. Revelation chapter 21 from 4 to 5. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain. For the former things have passed away. Note verse 5. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. There is coming a time when God will perfect the new creation in the new world when he does that, he will wipe away all our earthly memories and mindset. And he will outfit our bodies with a brand new body called a glorified body. And our minds will be new. The body, new. The spirit, new. And it is when we get to that place that the full potential of what happened to us at salvation will be manifested and that is why heaven is not just about going to sit down and sing holy 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 forever because God will not go to the extent of outfitting us with such capacity just to sit and sing holy because the work of the believer will now begin at that time and the Bible says we shall reign with him And rule over his creation in every sphere. Because the spirit and the mind and the body we have will be able to function way, way, way beyond what any human potential and capacity will. Until that day, we have a new spirit. We renew our minds. We conform our bodies. So that the extent of the spirit's capacity... Will begin to manifest in our lives that's when we walk in victory that's when we walk over serpents and scorpions that's when we walk over sickness and disease that is when we walk over every power of the enemy because if you don't renew your mind although your spirit is seated above principalities and powers your mind is afraid of principalities and powers Christ gives you victory but your mind is scared So inside you is victory, outside you is defeat. The defeat is not from your spirit. The defeat is because your mind has not comprehended what has happened. This is how the apostle Paul puts it, and I close. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard neither has it entered the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. You have no idea what is sitting on the inside of you. Your body is old, but your spirit is a brand new spirit. May the Lord help us to walk in the fullness of the authority we have in our spirits. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otterville, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Oteby, Email Otterville at centralgospel.com or call plus 233 302 688 000.